Freaks. It's Monday, May 2nd, 2022. Coming up on the program today, new old sad talking songs. You know, where parents die and children cry. Plus, why the IT department at work needs to know your weirdest sexual kink. Growing a penis on your arm and giving your life to Christ for two-day prime shipping. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Losing Your Mind Over Dates. So many dates. Dates running through my mind. What happened January 4th, 1809? Twas born the braille system of reading for the blind. That's when they made a carriage go without using a switch. You mean the horseless carriage with the pretty leather seats? The first automobile ever seen on Detroit streets. What happened June 15th, 1752? Then Franklin was out on a cold and windy night. Alone on a hill, he was flying a kite. Then out of the blue came a bolt of flashing light. What happened 1825 in Buffalo, New York? We made that town the first inland seaport. With a team of mules and a gal named Sal, we towed the barge on the Erie Canal. What happened in the world of sports 1891? The start of a new game had only just begun. A man took a basket and hung it on the wall. That was the start of the game of basketball. Dates, dates, running through my mind. January, February, June, July, I can't remember. Dates, dates, running through my mind. Each and every year I'm getting more and more behind. Dates, 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 dates. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Short top, long tail. Welcome to the home of Butterfinger. Excuse me. It's amazing. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you starting a new week of programs. At the top of the show, you heard dates. I like songs that are not only catchy, but you learn something in the end. 1891, basketball was created. Didn't know that before I heard the song Dates. Dates, 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 dates. Also interesting, I can't get that out of my head. Dates, it's just what's bouncing around up there. Dates, 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 dates. It's kind of slowly driving me insane. Thank you very much, DV listener Bag of Cum, for providing a link to this song and getting it stuck in my head. What's interesting is it's not the dates part. You know, the part where you actually learn something that's stuck in my head. It's just dates, 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 dates. The most useless part. You know, the last time I got a song stuck in my head this badly, it's when we were talking about (laughs) about the 90s Sears commercial, the softer side of Sears. I had that rattling in my brain for days. I couldn't go to sleep. I told you guys, sometimes that happens. I think I'm autistic or something. Or obsessive compulsive. I don't know. Like these things get stuck in my brain. And then for a while, I I, I can't get them out. And then they eventually they just go away. But it'll be days, days of fucking torture. 
having the, the Sears commercial from the 90s running through my head. Hey, mister, your hardware's looking real good. These power belts are cool. Copper cables and silverware. Ooh, I'm strapping all these tools. You'll be the first place. I'll always try. Cause hardware now has a softer side. Come see the softer side of Sears. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Of course, I have the instrumental of that song. I karaoke it nightly. I should mention that uh, that song Dates, Dates, Dates was found by someone who calls himself Cheesney Hawks. He uh, posts all sorts of weird finds on YouTube. One of his most recent posts is pretty great. You know, I love those old Red Sovine songs that aren't really songs. There's some sad music playing in the background and then... Red sort of recites an awful story. Well, little Billy's daddy worked on the farm. Every day, Billy would stare out the window of their house, waiting for daddy's pickup truck to come rolling down that dirt road. And every day when Billy's dad came home, he would greet Billy with a smile and a hug. Oh, but one cold winter day... Just a few before Christmas, Billy realized that he'd been staring out the window for a little bit longer than normal. And he thought to himself, where's my dad? When will daddy come home? Afternoon turned to evening and evening turned into night. Still, Billy saw no sign of daddy. Well, it was hours later when the police came. (laughs) Uh, the policeman took off his hat and placed it over his heart and knocked on the door. Billy came scurrying, greeted the man, and said, Hello, police officer. Have you seen my dad? The police officer couldn't help but shed a tear and said, Oh, my boy, daddy won't be coming home tonight or ever again. Because he fell into a wood chipper! His entire body is mangled! He's a bloody gooey mess! He was careless and he died, and you'll never see your father again. The only part we could pull out of the chipper was his binky. Here, sorry for your loss. And the police officer handed Billy a little box with the only remains left of his papa. And to this day, Billy keeps that box on his mantle, right next to where the Christmas stockings hang. This way, Daddy can be a part of every Christmas. I miss you, Daddy. Billy says he misses his papa. And that's a a typical Red Sovine song. Well, giving Red Sovine a run for his money is Pat Campbell. Here he is with a piece. I don't know. I I don't know what you call this. It's not exactly a song. A piece called Mother Went A-Walkin'. I think Mother's going to get hit by a truck. The church doors opened one Sunday. Mom's already dead. We're at the funeral, okay? I like this guy. We get right to the point. Not a lot of backstory. An old gray-haired granddad, his shoulders stooped with pain, was holding fast a little boy who kept crying in the rain. And in the dim candlelight within, a casket lay so still that soon would lie beneath the earth up at the top of the hill. The little boy kept asking in a lone plaintive tone, 
What's wrong with mommy, grandpa? <laughs> Won't she be coming home? No, she ain't moving. Oh, it, it's awful lonesome, grandpa, since my daddy went away, and <laughs> mommy's all the reason why I'm happy every day. It's like, little boy, do you not understand what's happening here? It sounds like your dad's dead, so you've already gone through this whole process once. Your mother's lying in a casket, not moving. She's dead. She's not going home. Uh, wouldn't she feel better, Grandpa, if I lay down by her side? The old man turned and faced him. And with these words, he replied. Mother went a-walking, son, way up in the sky. Along the brook that winds among the stars up there on high and... I know I made this observation before or I posed this question, but like, who the fuck was buying these albums in the 50s and 60s? Like, is this really a track you want to listen to again and again? And that's like, the, the whole album is full of these so these, these stories. The mother went to walk in sun, up yonder in the sky. And all that we can do down here, son, is bow our heads and cry. She's gone to meet your daddy, son, and take him by the hand. Yes. Mother went to walk in son. In God's great meadowland. Oh. Oh. They always cry at the end. Like with that Red Sovine song uh, about Christmas after a divorce. <laughs> He's writing a letter to his ex-wife. Sorry, things didn't work out, honey. Oh, I'll be okay. I got my Jack and Coke here to keep me company. And I'm sitting here wrapping presents for the kids. I just hope you're doing okay. Merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> All right. I love these songs. It's baffling to me that they exist, honestly. It's audio tragedy porn on a 45 RPM record. Moving on now, I uh, I ran across an interesting short form documentary called Shine. It's all about a guy who is into rubber. He's a rubber fetishist. I was shining everybody's boots. One of the dominatrixes looked down at me and said, shine. <laughs> and that means shoe shine boy. Oh, I glowed. When she said shine, I took it on as my name. It's a derogatory term, which I liked. And this was a black woman who said it, which was really nice. Having a minority talk down to you is always better than having a white person talk down to you, you know? Is that what affirmative action is? I don't know. Here he is uh, speaking about some of his favorite uh, rubber gear. Do you know how good women look in this thing? I oh. go crazy. Oh, I the go boots. He's, he's looking at some boots. Crazy. I could be down there an hour, like, just licking their boots clean. So this is my real fetish. Latex. You know where else I like rubber is um, around my breasts. That I like. That is fun. Like rubber breasts or rubber bra. So he likes the feeling of rubber. He likes to wear rubber, but he also likes being a bit of a sissy. I like to think of myself as at least as feminine as Sigourney Weaver. Okay, I could see that. I think you're definitely more feminine than Sigourney. <laughs> She's got some big dick energy. Oh. <laughs> at least... Sometimes I like to think of myself as Daryl Hannah. Okay, well, that's a bit of a stretch. What blew me away about this documentary, it's really not uh, about any of the, the rubber shit. I mean, after doing Distorted View Daily for so long, I mean, a rubber fetish, that's vanilla, practically. They follow this guy to his job. He works at, a, uh, at an internet company. 
and uh, everyone, it must be like a startup or something, because it's relatively small, and they're all pretty much aware of uh, what he does. I'm 54, and I've been a computer programmer for 20 years. Right now, I do everything to order the computers, network them, yeah. you know, make everything work. He's at the at the job right now. I hate computer names of people because it always changes. What he's specifically talking about is, you know, every computer at work is on the network and everyone's computer has a name. I know like at Lord Douche's uh, job where he does IT stuff, uh, he names uh, the computers anime characters or like Sailor Moon character names or something. This guy has decided to ask all of the employees... What is your kink or fetish? And that'll be your computer name. This documentary, I think, looking at these uh, old ass computers and stuff, had to have been like the late 90s, early 2000s. That's when this documentary was released. I, I, I don't think it would fly today, like asking employees what their sexual kink is and then naming a computer on the network, right? All the other employees can see your computer name. Someone's computer is named barbed wire, silicone, rubber. We all know who rubber is. But if you know a computer is a fetish, you know that computer. But, of course, even the fetishes change because I like fetishes so much. I don't mind fetishes changing. <laughs> but I just can't stand names, human names. Rubber is this computer here. Silicone is George, which I'll introduce you to George. Well, you, you know, you don't have to, like, dox him here. Christ. Skin is Andrew, the COO. Someone actually likes wool. Wool against their skin excites them. Ugh. <laughs> no, that just makes no sense. I'm sorry, you like to wear rubber bras. How dare you judge someone for their wool fetish? What job is this? Rubber against the skin? Yeah, of course. And someone liked copper. He was an artist. Just like copper's cold, right? To the touch, typically, or does he like it inside of him? One person refused to have a fetish, so they came up with skin. Yeah, that's the office prude who doesn't want to play along. Skin. skin. And his, his home computer, his, his uh, traveling computer is called Flesh. So boring. <laughs> so boring. I'm sorry, I realize you're filming for a documentary or something, but uh, Michael, HR needs to see you immediately. I'm looking at his office and there are like little little female action figures all over the place. <laughs> There's, um, you know, like a, a model on for, as his wallpaper. He's got some sort of like dominatrix hot sauce. Usually Mulan takes my punishment pretty well. Mulan is uh, a Mulan action figure is all laid out, like bent over his business cards. <laughs> I bet if I put everything out here, you'll know what it is. Well, with me, it's probably not a G.I. Joe, right? Yeah, he's got he's laying out a bunch of um, little parts for dolls or something like a hat. A canteen, a vest. It's Adventure Girl. Oh, it's And for, here she is over here. For Adventure Girl. And I reversed her shirt so that you can open it and back really easily. Why would he need to access her back? For whippings. Oh, so when he's playing with his dolls at work in his cubicle, he can whip her back. All right. It's all very normal. 
Now, again, this is a short documentary, but there are several scenes of him interacting with dominatrixes. What do you try to be? I try to be loving and faithful and calm. But you're a slut. She's whipping his ass. Right after this scene, she um she sticks a toilet plunger onto his bald head. As a matter of fact, take a look at the chapter artwork or today's featured image over there at distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com. You can see this freak with a plunger coming out of the top of his head. The next dominatrix scene involves a bunch of clamps pinching his skin like all the way up his leg and his tits, arm, groin. I like that she's she evil. Is. Oh, oh, oh. One thing I noticed is she was really matter of fact and not real gooey and gushy. All right, well, that's Shine, everybody. If you want to learn more about Shine, check out his documentary. It's on Vimeo. Shine, Confessions of a Rubber Fetishist. Switching gears, I've got a couple pieces of awful music. And uh, this first one, we've featured this guy before. He's slow. I I don't know what's wrong with him. But in addition to whatever is seriously wrong with him, he also is, is not a great singer. And if I could give one piece of advice to this guy, it's to uh, pick slower songs. This guy needs something like uh, Etta James singing At Last. At last. It's nice and slow. It's like 10 seconds long and there's only two words. At last. Might be able to keep up with that. Uh, with these fast songs, though, the, the words escape him. Uh, like, he, he tries to sing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle theme song here. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Turtles. Yeah, see, it's Teenage Mutant Turtles. No, no. I will not sit here and let you defile that classic. Let me fast forward to the part where uh, they sing about the different turtles and what they do. You know, Leonardo leads, Donatello does machines. Leonardo leads, Donatello does machines. Okay, he's doing a little better Leonardo here. Leonardo is cool. It's cool. Abort, abort. The other uh, piece of awful music I have for you has an interesting story behind it. A YouTuber wrote, uh, here's a story. I'm in the seventh grade art class. You know how you really get to know the other three or five people at your table? You become friends. Well, this young gent and I had a passion for a little underground band then known as Nirvana. At some point, I lent this guy a random mixtape I had lying around. It had uh, rock music on it, but he lost the tape. So this guy, I guess, felt bad and wanted to apologize and to repay him, quote, for some reason, he thought that he would make me a tape of himself singing the entire Nirvana album. That album, of course, being the classic Nevermind, acapella style. He says he recorded this in some sort of karaoke machine complete with puberty filled voice cracking and occasional incorrect lyrics. All right, freaks, let's give this a shot. We're playing it from the top here. Hello, 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 
It's less dangerous! Well, I think he's hitting his stride here. Here we are now. <laughs> Entertain oh. us! Acting stupid! It's contagious! Here we are now. Entertain us! I'm a lotto! And I'll buy now! A mosquito! My libido! Okay, alright. Yeah! <laughs> oh, he's even doing the, the instrumental part with his mouth. Nice. Oh! Apparently he switches back and forth. Let's fast forward to the next song because, again, this is the entire album. And if I remember Nevermind correctly, uh, the second track is In Bloom. <laughs> I love the abrupt ending of the music and then it's just his voice. <laughs> Where the changes move Reproductive What a weird thing to record for someone. You know, someone lends you an album, you lose it, and then you just make your own version. It's like you singing it. It's very personal, you know? Is this guy Was this guy in love with you? Spring's here again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All the pretty songs And he likes to sing along And he likes to shoot his gun But he don't know what it means Alright, enough uh, Let's just do just a tiny bit of uh, Come As You Are Come as you are As you were As I want you to be As okay. a friend All right. as a fr- And a little of lithium this part is good. Let's fast forward to the actual singing. Light my candles in the days because I found God. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No more complaining about my singing, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, enough. You get the whole bootleg nevermind experience there. I hope to God this guy's testicles have dropped by this point. I'm sure they have, right? He's got to be in his 40s at this point. <laughs> All right, one more short clip, and then we, uh, we will get into the news. I've got a freak out here over a delivery. Apparently, the delivery guy doesn't want to go in this woman's building. I don't know if she lives in an apartment up there or what, but he wants to leave the package out front. Initially, I'm not sure whose side I'm on. You know, I've had a lot of bad Amazon delivery drivers. They basically just throw the package out of their van as they continue to to drive. She lives in an apartment building. Aren't they supposed to deliver the package to her door? Regardless, this woman is not very calm about the situation. No, 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 no. You take to my apartment. You take to my apartment. No, you take to my apartment. You take to my apartment. They promised. They tell me, yes, you take it to my apartment. 
Okay, this is unbelievable, 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 unbelievable. You take to my apartment. I can't carry. I have a bad back. No way. No way. No way. God. God no. God no. God no. God no. God no. I can't carry that. No 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 no. No 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 no. No 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 no. A motorcycle starting up. No 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 no. No 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 some comments on this video. She's still out there saying no. This woman's mentally ill, not a Karen. Another person says, no, 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 And it goes on like that for a while. Couple paragraphs. The delivery driver stood there 59 seconds too long. As soon as you see someone is mentally unstable, get the fuck out of there. Karen with a stuttering problem. Oh, someone is saying that this is uh, this takes place in France. The uploader doesn't speak much English, so the delivery guy doesn't speak English. Uh, in a second video, his coworker is trying to talk to her in English, but she keeps insisting that she doesn't speak any French and can't read any French. Oh, I need to find that video. Let's finish up with this first one, though. No, 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 no. Take no. it upstairs. Where's the other guy? No. The other guy? Yeah, I'm, I'm single. Oh, yeah. I can't carry it. I'm old. I'm 60. 60 years old. Why 60's the new 40, honey. Come on, it's 2022. 60 years old. Why you? I can't carry this. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 I don't even know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. I gave myself over to the Lord specifically so stuff like this wouldn't happen. I would get my deliveries on time and they would be delivered to my apartment door. Why else would one become a Christian? It's for guarantees like that. God in heaven. All right. uh, And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. To the fucked up news right now. If you're not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. There are many ways to get Sideshow content now. You can sign up through our website, superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. You get access to a personalized RSS feed, and that works with most podcasting apps. However, if you use Apple Podcast or if you use Spotify, you can now sign up and get Sideshow exclusive episodes right in those apps. It's super easy. You sign up right in the apps. You, you know, in, in the case of Apple Podcasts, you can pay with Apple Pay. It's like 30 seconds and boom, you're in listening to uh, all of the exclusive episodes of DV we've been doing recently. Uh, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive and uh, we'll do another one on Thursday. So, you know, usually we do two uh, exclusive episodes a week. This is how I make my living. So thank you so much to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. Don't forget, we also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. Just another way to help us out. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, a father has finally had his new penis fitted in its rightful place after it spent six years attached to his arm. Dick and nuts! Well, Alexis, I think just the dick. It would be very... I mean, it's bad enough that there's a penis flopping around off of his arm, but to have those balls clanging about, too, it's unbearable. Malcolm McDonald, whose uh, penis... What? Hold on here. (laughs) This is, like, the weirdest sentence I've read in a while. Malcolm McDonald, whose old penis... 
fell off in the toilet. I didn't even know that was a possibility. Like, that's something I've got to be afraid of now, too? As if I don't have enough to worry about. Jesus Christ, I've, I've got so much on my plate already. Now I've got to double check and make sure my dick hasn't fallen off into the shitter. I'm going to need more details on this. All right, Malcolm McDonald, whose old one fell off in the toilet, said his nightmare has been put to rest following surgery to hang it between his legs. The 47-year-old said it was a nine-hour operation. The first thing I did was look down, and I was like, oh, my days. They got it right this time. I feel like a man again. As opposed to a mannequin, they notoriously don't have genitals. Smooth down there. So he went from mannequin to man again. Thank you. All right. uh, A nightmarish blood infection ah, led to his penis falling off on one fateful day in 2010. The penis doctor billed him a new six-inch member, and it was due to be attached in 2015, but due to lack of oxygen in his blood... Jesus, God. This this is like a horror movie. All right. It was grafted temporarily to his arm so it could get all the O2 it needed. As if that wasn't bad enough. So this guy now has a cock grafted onto his arm. It's not even, like, high up on his arm where short sleeve shirts would cover it up. No, no. It's on his forearm. And it's not like he could wear, like, a dress shirts to cover it up because I think that would be too tight on his arm. He needs a lot of extra space for his, for his penis, you know? And those shirts aren't stretchy. So maybe he could wear sweatshirts. But that's about it to conceal it. Otherwise, it's, it's just out there. And then you got to deal with people asking questions. And there were probably a lot of questions. It gets worse, though, freak. So he has this penis grafted onto his arm. I guess so we could get some oxygen. It could breathe. And the doctors were like, we're just going to leave it attached for a couple months. Let it grow. It's like, you know, incubating. But then COVID strikes. And they're like, no, no, no. We're not going to cut the dick off your arm and screw it onto its proper place now. It's a pandemic, man. You might have cooties. The hospital delays in the COVID pandemic meant that the 50,000 pound, which is like, what, $70,000 NHS funded appendage had to stay there, turning Malcolm's life upside down. I'm sorry, 50,000 pounds is closer to 60,000, like $62,000. An elderly lady once asked him to get an item from the top shelf of a supermarket But then the penis came loose and swung down near her head. In a Channel 4 documentary, Malcolm says, It's something to tell the grandchildren, isn't it? I guess, but that's gross too. Talking about your dick to your grandkids. A keen darts player. He also said he learned how to tuck the arrows, oh, the darts, under it. What? He's using his arm dick to play darts. Cool. His penis was created by Professor David Ralph at London's University College Hospital. It was made out of flesh from Malcolm's arm, which allows him to feel. He will eventually have a pump in his scrotum to fill it with saline solution, allowing him to prepare for sex. Single Malcolm said, this could be a turning point in my life. My luck in life hasn't been too good so far. No doubt. Uh, It can only go bad for so long, can it? Oh, Malcolm, don't say that. Don't tempt fate. Your balls are going to get infected. Asshole's going to turn inside out. Like, it can always get worse. 
He said, can you imagine six years of your life with a penis swinging on your arm? It's been a nightmare, but it's gone now. That little bugger. If you live in the UK, the man with a penis on his arm airs on Channel 4 today, tonight at 10 o'clock. Someone DVR that for me. Thank you. Speaking of England, we've got another story from over there. This one involves a member of parliament, which those are kind of like senators or House of Representative people here in the U.S., right? I guess that's the the closest thing. Uh, Well, one of those guys, Neil Parrish, has resigned after finally admitting that he watched porn twice in parliament. Like the first time he, you know, his excuse was, I was searching for tractors. I don't know, like something to do with a tractor. This was his big excuse. Maybe he went to the wrong URL or something, but then he got caught watching porn again. And he was like, look, all right, you got me this time. You couldn't think of another ridiculous lie. Mr. Parrish, who has represented uh, Tiverton and Honiton in Devon since 2010, said it had been a moment of madness. Sexy, hot, sultry, lesbian madness. He said the first time was accidental after looking at a tractor website. He was in the market for a John Deere. Trying to think like how you can accidentally get to porn from searching for tractor information. Some tractors, you can get like attachments and stuff and they uh, they plant seeds, right? I don't know. Seed, seed is kind of a sexy word. I want to seed your cunt. Is that something guys say? If not, it really should be. That's very hot. All right. Uh, Yes, he said the first time was accidental after looking at a tractor website. Uh, But the second time in the House of Commons was deliberate. He was suspended by the Conservative Party on Friday over the allegations. Two female colleagues claimed they had seen him looking at adult content on his phone while sitting near them. Why are you being looky-loos checking out his phone? Give the man a little bit of privacy. In an exclusive interview with the BBC, uh, Mr. Parrish said the situation was that, funnily enough, it was tractors I was looking at. I did get into another website that had a very similar name, and I watched it for a bit, which I shouldn't have. So if I'm understanding this correctly, he was looking for tractors, accidentally stumbled upon a porn site. And that's common. You know, you go to a certain URL, you misspell it redirection of porn but then he stuck around for a while and just watched some stuff it's just a fun thing i don't think he should be on his phone at all you're there to do a job sir as boring as that fucking job is quote but my crime my biggest crime is that on another occasion i went in a second time he admitted that second time had been deliberate and that it happened in the house of commons while he was sitting waiting to vote Mr. Parrish said what he did was absolutely, totally wrong, adding, I will have to live with this for the rest of my life. I made a huge, terrible mistake, and I'm here to tell the world. He said it was a moment of madness, but denied watching the material in a way where he hoped other people would see it, saying he was trying to be discreet. But, you know, he's an old man. Old people can't do anything discreetly. They fumble. They bumble. They're fucking useless. I was wrong what I was doing, but this idea that I was there watching it, intimidating women. I mean, I have 12 years in parliament and probably got one of the best reputations ever. Or I did have, he said. Asked about why he decided to watch the material in the commons. Mr. Parrish said he did not know. You were horny, that's why. And that he must have taken complete leave of my senses and sense of decency. 
He appeared emotional as he said he was standing down. Uh, he mentioned the damage it was causing his family, his constituency, and local association. I was wrong. I was stupid. I lost my mind, he said, adding that he was making a total full apology for his actions. Now, last night, he said he would remain a member of parliament while his conduct was investigated. But overnight, under significant pressure, he changed his mind. You know, I'm out. Fuck this noise. I quit this bitch. I refuse. I refuse to have other members of parliament see me in the hallway saying, Hey, Onetta. I mean, Neil Parrish. But then behind my back, they're like, that bitch. So if you're unclear what I'm saying, let me be clear. I quit this bitch. Come a big station. 93 BLX. Hey, Onetta. <laughs> Sorry. All right, final story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. I quit this bitch. Come no, a big station. That is not what we say. It's the other thing. Florida, our most fucked up state. There we go. A Florida woman suspected of drunk driving performed multiple ballet and Irish folk dance moves while undergoing field sobriety tests after rear-ending a vehicle late Wednesday evening. Like, even if she was able to perform her Irish jig perfectly, I would still think she's drunk. Hey, hey, officer, officer, how about I do some ballet moves for you to prove that I'm not drunk, huh? I'll do some river dancing. And some pirouettes. Pirouettes. <laughs> That's hard to say. That'll prove I'm not drunk at all. Amy Ann Harrington, 38, was arrested on a DUI charge following a crash near her residence in Madeira Beach, a city 10 miles uh, from St. Petersburg. Police allege that Harrington showed multiple signs of impairment during roadside sobriety tests. Apparently, her Lord of the Dance moves weren't as good as she thought they were. Harrington smelled of alcohol, ting, had slurred speech, ting, ting, and was unsteady on her feet, ting, ting, ting. Police charge, when asked to perform one leg stand and walk and turn tests, Harrington instead, <laughs> she didn't do that. Instead, she broke out her cross-disciplinary dance moves. <laughs> Harrington, who refused to take a breath test, probably a smart idea there, was charged with a pair of misdemeanors and booked into the county jail. She was released yesterday on a $650 bond. Harrington works at a St. Petersburg bar and grill and was arrested for DUI back in 2019 following a car crash. I'm seeing a pattern here. She subsequently copped to a reduced charge of reckless driving and was sentenced to 12 months probation and 50 hours of community service. I don't think she's going to get that lucky this time. I want to see the body cam footage from the police of this uh, DUI arrest. Let's do a Freedom of Information Act request on this one. I got to see those moves, man. And the new case, a date has not been set for her to appear uh, for arraignment and enter a plea. So... That'll be happening soon. Oh, God, I hope that doesn't interfere with any Swan Lake, Nutcracker, or Celtic Festival dates she may have booked. That would totally, like, suck. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, you guys know I absolutely love to hear from you. Many ways to contact the show. You can always email me, show at distortedview.com. Our voicemail line for you is 206-666-4463. I'm all over social media, at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. We've got a new YouTube channel. 
trying to get everyone uh, to subscribe to that. Check out our website, distortedview.com, on the main navigation bar. There's a link to YouTube. Use that and subscribe and hit that bell for notifications. Thank you to everyone who continues to subscribe. All right, let's do a couple voicemails here. We've got some patrons checking in today. Damn, you son of a bitch. Um, I just listened to an episode earlier today. I can't remember. It was in, it's in the 2019 archive. I can't remember exactly which one because Apple Podcasts. I don't, I'm, I can't figure out shit. Anyway. Okay. Um, but you were making fun of this girl talking about her anorexia and like giving kids anorexia advice on how to eat. And even I, as a heartless son of a bitch. Oh, also this is Liptard Faggot. Anyway. Um, could I, even I was like, damn, that's cold, Tim. Really? Oh, I wish you had a date. I would, I would love to go back and, um, Listen to some of these old segments that uh, you guys think I, I may have gone a little too far on and, uh, and and judge them myself. Was I out of my mind back then? Was, was, was it just a bad day for me? I, told I, I honestly don't remember talking about that. But it makes me appreciate you even more that you have no, you have no bottom of, of how low you will sink. And that, <laughs> that means a lot to me. Well, um, anyway, um, I'm a degenerate. What can I say? Thank you very much, Libtard. Again, it's hard to defend myself here because I don't remember what I said. If it's particularly bad, it, it was. it's probably just a joke. It's just a fun thing. Any, no one should take anything I say seriously. I'm an idiot. Sometimes I just say stuff because, you know, I think it's funny. <laughs> Not that I mean it. Hey, Tim. Uh, I don't know if you watch uh, Food Theory on YouTube. No, that sounds like a lot of work. That sounds educational and not fun at all. I could be wrong, but just, you know, they need a better name than Food Theory, but okay. On YouTube, but today they came out with a video about Tab Clear oh. and Crystal Pepsi. Oh, I, 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 maybe I should check them out. And uh, it seems like it would be up your alley. Uh, okay, love the show, love you. I just saw one of these things on uh, New Coke. I don't understand. These people need to come to me when they're making little documentary videos. I would love to be a talking head in these things. People never ask me to do stuff. Although, uh, the few the few times I have been asked to do something, I just blow them off. Like that Atlas Obscura. Is that what the name of the website is? They do articles on uh, obscure things, I guess. And uh, they wanted to do one on um, uh, OK Soda. And uh, they contacted me and I blew them off. Go ahead, caller. Yes. Hello, Timmy Booth, Unicorn Hamster. Checking Everyone's in. So favorite. I just got on my Twitter machine. Guess what's trending under politics? Ugh, I hate politics. What is trending now? What happened? In the United States. <laughs> the what? United States. Under politics, if things ain't gonna get any more bonkers, Satan, our special good close personal friend of the show, Satan, Satan himself is trending on Twitter. Is yeah. he gonna run for president? <laughs> I think it's Saturday, April 30th, or the 31st. Did you click on it to see why Satan was trending on politics? I don't know. One of those two. Maybe it was because it wasn't the uh, correspondence uh, dinner thing that happens in Washington, D.C. Wasn't that going on? There may have been some jokes about Satan running for president or something. Yesterday was the 29th, so yeah, they, April the 30th. Happy Saturday. All right, well, uh, happy Saturday. You really gave me no information. 
I mean, I know you're not an investigative reporter or something, but Jesus Christ, two clicks. You could have given me a little something to go on here uh, regarding Satan. All right, one more call. Let's see what's happening. Yes, caller, speak loudly and clearly. What the hell's going on with my internet today? It's very, very slow. Come on. Oh, no. It's Yoko Ono calling in. Yoko. Either that or a Muppet. Either way, good impression. <laughs> oh, here's the real Yoko com- coming. <laughs> or whatever she's doing here. All right, Yoko. Mm, such a powerful piece. I'm sorry, I didn't finish my thought. Such a powerful piece of shit, that is. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. No, 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 this has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net. Unbelievable, 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 unbelievable. It's amazing.